0: Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. And thank you so much for getting us up over 5,000 subscriptions. We're almost at 5,100 um, after a week, um, and we're moving on towards 6,000. So do me a favor. Subscribe if you haven't. If you have, tell a friend and get them to subscribe. And if you listen to this podcast on something other than YouTube, go to the YouTube page, Locked On Ole Miss Podcast, and subscribe to that as well. We're trying to get over 6,000 subscribers before the bowl game because if it's near me, I'm going to go. We're going to do remotes. We're going to have fun with that. Um, So I'm here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly segment on Ole Miss football. How are you doing, Tommy?
1: Ah, uh, Doing great, man.
0: Man, this is just an absolutely massive football game, and it's not just because beating Texas A&M special, but this is a talented team. But this is a situation to where if Ole Miss can pull this game off and get to the next week, and we're not overlooking, and even if we are, we can. Uh, but it's a situation to where winning this game – will mean so much for the program. So that in and of itself makes this a massive football game.
1: I completely agree. We we take care of business uh, and beat A&M. Uh, things really ratchet up for the Georgia matchup. Uh, I, I think Georgia will be ready for us, but I think it's, a, it's one of those things where we have nothing to lose when we go into Athens and play our best. Can, can can Georgia beat us? Of course they can. Can we beat them? I think if our defense plays good as it's capable of playing and the offense plays as well as it's capable of playing, we can beat Georgia. Uh, I think uh, with A&M, uh, it's going to be a very tough physical game. They don't like us. We don't like them. Uh, they... Uh, have a little chip on their shoulder after, uh, last year. And I'm sure they're going to try to set the tempo early. I just don't think they have the offensive line to handle our defensive line and our linebackers. Of course, now our offensive line, they've got the probably one of the best defensive lines in the country. So, you know, it's going to be tall order for us too. So, but I think I put the edge uh, at defensive coordinator. I put it to Golding, even though Durkin's a good coordinator. And uh, for offense, uh, I give Lane Kiffin uh, and Weiss, uh, I think they they beat the combination of Jimbo and Petrino. So hopefully coaching will help us. Uh, the early kickoff, I don't like it too much, but that's it is what it is. Uh, I would prefer it be a night game and everybody get all hyped up and but you know, we, we really have something before us like you said that it's just building. Like you've said in a previous podcast with me, it's like uh, if we win, uh, against AM and we go to Georgia, it's it's the equivalent of Vaught's Maryland game. It is a big deal.
0: Yeah, and, and and like I said, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves too much on that one. But my, my goodness, this game, like I said, this game is absolutely massive because of what mm-hmm. next thing could be. Because next week, if Ole Miss beats Texas AM and Georgia beats Missouri, because Georgia has to take care of business as well you're looking at potentially the biggest football game in the history of the University of Mississippi. I agree. And and this is just it's a pretty big deal, but the Ole Miss needs to get through Texas A&M. What do you think the keys to the game? How do you how do you think Lane Kiffin and Charlie Weiss will try to neutralize that defensive line somewhat?
1: Well, I I think that they're going to do they're going to pull some little trickery out of the hat. You know, we use a lot of eye candy, and uh, I really do believe uh, that we will use our tight end uh, more than we have. Uh, Priest Corn, I look for him to have a good game. Uh, I look for Trey Harris to have a good game. I look for our running backs to have a good game uh, because, you know, we we traditionally last year we played against, albeit they, they were a year younger, the basically the, the same – front uh that they have this year and we were able to run the ball at their house and we were able to do a few things and I think that they'll have wrinkles uh, ready for A&M and I think that we'll be able to take care of business as far as defensively um uh, I think Petrino is the same Petrino he was 20 years ago uh you know what he's gonna want to do and uh you know, we're going to have to step up and stop the run and get some pressure on their quarterback. I think their quarterback uh, is uh, – he's hes a good quarterback, but he's not super fast. Uh, I do believe that we'll have – and this is a Tom Vanderford prediction right now. Mm. I do believe we'll have seven sacks in the game.
0: Seven sacks? Seven. Okay.
1: I sure do. I think uh, their offensive lines had problems with a lot of teams that they've played. Uh, they had problems uh, even with Auburn. Uh, and I think our defensive line and our linebackers and the way that we use them, uh, I think that we're going to have seven sacks. Now, And you know, they they lead the country in sacks. And they're going to get dart a few times. You can forget that. It's going to happen. But I think we need to – I think Lane and uh, Charlie will try to mitigate that. Uh, I'm hopeful we'll see some swing passes to the backs out of the backfield. We haven't seen a lot of that this year. Uh, I'm hopeful that we don't see uh, a lot of – a lot of – trickeration in the backfield you know pop passes and stuff like that uh, I think that they are extremely fast on defense so well I think I think the key is is to uh, just play good old-fashioned football on offense and defense
0: yeah I said all during the week this is kind of a 1990s SEC football game disguised as a 2020 SEC football game game so it should be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yes yeah, uh, cool
1: to watch. I don't think the score is going to be a, a super high like some people are picking and uh, we'll talk about that later though.
0: You know, um we record this on Thursday afternoon. So the uniform reveal is actually tonight. Right. So we haven't seen it. But the extreme rumor is at the moment we're dealing with the real true game. And the question is what do you think of the real tree look the real tree helmets and all of that stuff.
1: Oh I love it. I love it. I love the Jordans, man. They're they're wonderful ambassadors for Ole Miss, you know, they're uh huge NIL people. So but no I love them. I think they're awesome how they used uh how they used our powder blue uh scheme to make those real tree helmets. I think they're wonderful. And I think the players really like them. And, I, you know, years ago, uh, a lot of folks my age and older, they wanted the traditional. You know, I want the gray pants with the two stripes, and I want the red shirt or the blue shirt and blah, blah. You know, I, I it doesn't matter what I want. It matters what the players want and what the recruits want. And I think that they're off the hook and i think the players and the recruits love them
0: you know so this real tree helmet that they is just is absolutely fantastic it's an yep. amazing pattern but it gets worn predominantly with the powder blue jersey which looks fantastic my question is against uh, they probably won't do it against louisiana monroe because i think against louisiana monroe it'll be navy blue and the white helmets with because we haven't seen that decal this year Right, but if we go to a whichever bowl game almost goes to, if they're the home team, are we looking at a situation where the real tree helmets happen with the red jersey?
1: I hope so, that'd be awesome,
0: yeah I, I mean, look, I think it'll look really really good. A couple of recruits have taken their pictures and they've used that combination right it, it looked pretty good to me um but I'm interested to see about that. Anyway, before we before we get out of here, what is your score prediction for the game?
1: Well, I'm going to you know, I'm I'm uh Old Miss Homer on Twitter, so here it goes. Uh 24 to 10 Old Miss.
0: Okay, two touchdowns. Yep. So do you, you you just think Pete Golden's going to shut this down.
1: Yeah, I do. Okay.
0: My I, prediction that I went with was um 27 to 21.
1: I I'll take that too. I'll take twenty seven to twenty six Ole Miss. Yeah, and
0: and and, and just so, and just so everybody knows, if you're tuning in for the post game show after the game, and Ole Miss have won the game twenty eight to twenty seven, you're not going to hear me talk about negative stuff. One point, I'm happy. All I care about is Ole Miss winning the football game. Yeah, let's go one and zero. Yeah, want to know. Anyway, um, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Tom Vanderford joining the show like he always does every Friday evening. Tomorrow morning, it gets real.
1: Yes, sir. It sure does. Hottie toddy.
0: Hottie toddy. Pre-game show at 8 o'clock in the morning.
1: Yes, sir.